Yeah, that's right. Papadillas and all these sides are just $6. Wings, chicken poppers, cheese sticks, garlic knots, desserts, they're all just 6 bucks at PapaJohns.com. Handle on the news. Handle on the news. And I know this is a politically charged environment right now. And somehow, Bill Handel has become a political issue, which I've never heard of. Bill Handel becoming political. And now, here's Bill Handel. All right, Wednesday, as uh, we uh, start uh, the morning, January 27, waiting for the rain. Uh, and what, about 8 o'clock? Uh, it's supposed to come in 8, 9 o'clock? Yeah, we're already seeing it on the grapevine coming down, so the CHP's already escorting cars yeah, the grapevine is a different country. The grapevine is like <laughs> Switzerland. It's, uh, you know, we, we talk about the grapevine. That is not Southern California. So the grapevine is neutral? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, they, don't get, they don't get involved in those Barstow-Bakersfield <laughs> disputes. No, they really don't. <laughs> and uh, when you go to Bakersfield, Barstow, uh, they have to be very careful about the sheep getting wet. You know, there's something about the smell of uh, wet uh, wool that is really very strange. How often have you smelled wet wool? I was mm. well. Every time I wore wool in the in the rain. All right. Okay. You know, I I used to have a pea coat and uh, wear it because it's warm, and I would wear it in the rain, and uh, it was not pleasant. All right. Good morning to uh, Jennifer Jones Lee. Hi, I think. Yes, uh, Wayne. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Morning. And uh, John Ramirez. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So what's going on today? Uh, Well, uh, the Biden administration is getting really serious about uh, the uh, inoculations, the vaccines. And uh, we've got uh, uh, the Senate and that Senate uh, and they're already breaking apart what we knew was going to regarding the uh, vote uh, to uh, impeach the president. Well, the president's already been impeached. The vote on the impeachment to remove the president from office and a little bit about that, but uh, I don't even know why they bother. Uh, it, it's simply not going to happen. And the Republican Party is splitting. I mean, there is no question. It is now, and the traditional Republicans are looking at this thing and going, if this thing continues, we're done, at least for the foreseeable future. Okay, uh, let's do it. We got plenty uh, to talk about this morning, uh, let's start with Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Lead story. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Well, uh, yesterday uh, the president announced that the U.S. is ramping up deliveries to hard-pressed states over the next three weeks. Because right now, states don't know week to week, even day to day sometimes, when vaccines are coming. And the president is centralizing that at least in terms of information. Now, uh, that is coming under federal purview. Also, uh, he is, they just bought another 200 million doses, I think, from Moderna. And uh, they are, uh, the government is finally getting involved in a big, big way, which should have happened uh, during uh, the beginning of the pandemic, or at least, uh, or the beginning of Operation Warp Speed. There should have been planning, and the planning all stopped uh, at uh, the creation of the vaccine. And after that, it was wide open. It was the Wild West. So uh, now it's happening what should be happening. 
Also, uh, the president says that we expect uh, over the next three weeks uh, a 17 percent boost uh, in the vaccine supply by next week. And so uh, how many vaccinations do we have right now? Uh, So far, doses administered about 23 and a half uh, million uh, I know in California, it's 2.6 million have been administered, 4.7 million doses shipped. That's uh, just us. Uh, yeah, but keep in mind, when we talk about where's the other half, these are being held for second doses. And there is a con- there is some controversy there. Do you hold on the second doses and do it within the three weeks uh, for Pfizer, four weeks for Moderna? Uh, or do you just vaccinate as many people as possible and then just hope that there'll be enough uh, there'll be enough doses coming in in the next three, four weeks. And some states are doing one. Some states are doing another. Uh, some states, it's now 65 uh, and older, um, which California, where it's uh, L.A. County, is moving towards uh, other places are 70, 75. No, no plan. No centralized plan. So uh, it's going to happen. You watch in the next few weeks. It'll be nationalized. Uh, it may be uh, wartime production time uh, it, with the Production Act and uh, some possibly some form. And I don't know exactly uh, under which authority the president has technically to take over the whole thing. The United States government. Short of declaring martial law, which he could, because you can certainly argue this is a national security issue. No one's going to deny that. All right, nationalized. Will it be statalized? I hate California. Governor Newsom says he's got a plan. Although we don't really know what the plan is because he said an unnamed third private, a private third party will work with a new statewide secretary in charge of delivery to decide where the state supply of vaccines should go as this story you just talked about, the federal supply ramps up to meet demand. Okay, that's great, but we don't really have any details on this. No, we don't know which party it is. Uh, we don't know who's, who's going to administer charge, it. Who's administer? Yes. Yeah, it's. Uh, thank you very much. So, can I point something out? Uh, since you at the top of the show, Bill, you talked about the impeachment and how now the Senate is all split, and we're as partisan as ever. Two men who you wouldn't think have that much in common: former President Donald Trump, current Governor of California Gavin Newsom. Right. Exactly the same failing when it comes to the vaccine. President Trump's administration, no centralized plan. Let the states do what they want. Newsom, no centralized plan. Let the counties do what they want. Now, Newsom is sort of reluctantly, I guess, starting to try to do his job a little bit. But isn't it interesting because I've said this so many times, for all the political differences that divide us, scratch politicians, they're all the same underneath. Yeah, you have different philosophy. Occasionally you have people that come together. Uh, the first uh, Recovery Act, the first stimulus package, I mean, everybody jumped on it. There wasn't a whole lot of argument. Uh, this one, there is a whole lot of argument as to the cost. And so uh, it depends on the circumstances. I'm surprised. Well, I would like the governor to say, uh, pending a national plan, we are going to try to get a California plan going 
And as soon as a national plan is in place, we say, thank you. You guys take it over. It'd be an interim plan. And we're not hearing any of that. Uh, this no, thing or is they, a- even if they have plans, like the story that we read yesterday about them having uh, all this data that they kept secret because they didn't want to confuse us and that sort of thing. Well, now it just makes it look to us like you don't have anything going on. That yep. You don't know what you're talking about. So if you don't give us all of the information, how are we supposed to know and not accuse you of not doing anything? Well, the um, the moratorium on the limits for cremations has been extended. Normally, there are rules about uh, how many cremations can happen in Southern California because of the air quality problems. Those rules were uh, those rules were suspended because, of course, of the pandemic and the spike in deaths. Because you got to do something with uh, the bodies that free-for-all, if you will. I'm sorry. I know it's not funny, but that has been extended through at least February 4th. Yeah, and, because they're, uh, they're saying January is going to be the deadliest month from this pandemic in L.A. County. Yeah. Can you imagine morgues are overrun? Uh, you have uh, mortuaries that are not even taking people saying stand in line, take a number. Uh, you have the crematoriums that are running 24-7, and they're overrun, even to the point where the county is now talking to barbecue restaurants. Let's take a break, and oh, we'll come back. Oh, oh, Jennifer, you want to take it from here, please? What is wrong yeah, with you? Come yeah, come on. Welcome back. Uh, Bill Handel here in the morning crew on a Wednesday, January 27th. Uh, let's uh, dive into more handle on the news. Jennifer and Wayne and me. And if you're in the Cal State University system, you don't have to worry about an increase in your tuition for 2021 to 2022. The chancellor announced yesterday that because of the governor's budget proposal, as well as CSU's cost-cutting efforts, they don't need to raise tuition this time. Yeah. The Cal State system has, uh, it's a weird uh, combination. I, I, If I'm not mistaken, it has amongst the lowest tuition rates of any state system in the country. Uh, it's way, way down. And yet, every time they raise tuition 2%, 2.5%, uh, the uproar happens. And uh, so, I don't know, having come from the Cal State system, uh, you came from the Cal State system, didn't you? Uh, uh, yeah, I went to Chico. Yeah. Chico, huh? I knew you'd say something about yeah. it. And it I'm half fun embar- time, and I'm Excuse half me, embar- Whittier School of Law. You uh, are in no position to mock no, no, anybody's no, no. school. Yeah, that's true. Except uh, Cal State Northridge is questionable in terms of uh, uh, its ranking. Uh, it's Harvard compared to Chico. Hey, we had a ranking. It just happened to be on Playboy's party school list. There, yeah, exactly. San Diego so State, there. same thing. It was all partying. Oh, right. By the way, California, uh, not in the bottom 10 for tuition costs. But it's pretty low. I mean, there are. Um... All right. Yeah. Let's... Anyway. All uh, right. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. The paramedic of the year turns out to be a jerk. Joshua Colon was named Florida's paramedic of the year. 
Now he's been arrested for helping steal COVID-19 vaccine doses that were supposed to go to first responders. Yeah, this is very high on the irony uh, of the year list. Yeah, he uh, he was charged with, not criminally charged, he was tasked with going to a fire station and vaccinating some first responders. And instead, in cahoots with a fire captain, he falsified forms to make it look like he gave people vaccines, but he didn't give them the vaccines. He kept the vaccines. Yeah. And I am a, what, what happens when the people show up uh, and say, it's not time for my vaccine? They look it up. You've already gotten one. And we're not going to give you the second vaccine, especially not a few days later. So he, Yeah, and he filled out the forms in the name of one. He used a former firefighter. And then he made up fake names. Yeah, he's. Uh, I I think that. So I think uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't create it. I mean, I'm not sticking up for him, but yeah, he, he didn't, didn't create, create a situation a, where a legitimate person right. would be told you already had it. Right. But he took all those doses. Yeah, which is pretty close to his. These bad. are big felonies too. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Remember this pharmacist in Wisconsin that we told you had spoiled hundreds of doses of COVID-19 because he thought that it would um, alter the effects of your DNA. Well, now he's pleaded guilty. guilty. Steven Bradenberg uh, is one of these conspiracy theorists who is convinced that there are DNA altering effects of the vaccine and that's why he spoiled hundreds of these doses now. And now he's going to he's uh, going to go to prison. Oh, yeah, he's going to go to prison big time. Uh, but, you know, I and I and I uh, mentioned this. This guy is a pharmacist to get a pharmacy degree is a high end professional degree. This is not a guy who has three teeth in his mouth and signs his name with an X conspiracy theorist guy. This is uh, a pharmacist who buys into it's going to alter your DNA. I, okay, why not? I mean, uh, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you know, these conspiracy theory, uh, theories just get crazier and crazier and people buy into it. That's the real fear uh, that I have and a lot of people have for America uh, for the next while until hopefully it goes away. Maybe it never will Uh with uh, the the Internet doing what it does. Maybe it's a control of the Internet that's going to stop it. Who the hell knows? This is all new stuff because these people, these conspiracy theorists used to be on the corner with a uh, bullhorn and six people would be around them. And uh, now their bullhorn is the Internet. It's a lot more than six people. I know three or four people, including one of them who's a doctor who fully follow QAnon and these other conspiracy theories and and believe them. I, I don't even know where you go with that. Uh, well, I'll tell you where we're going to go with that. We're going to take a break. That's what we're going to do. And uh, we'll come back and uh, dive more into uh, the news. All right, Jennifer, you want to take a Fuel your healthy food choices with flavor that gets you through the day. If you're committed to paleo, keto, or Mediterranean, America's original super nut is your diet super snack. A handful does the trick. Learn more at AmericanPecan.com. AmericanPecan.com. Mattress Warehouse believes you shouldn't have to wait to get a good night's sleep, which is why Mattress Warehouse has free next-day delivery available. Minimum purchase applies. See store for details. Visit sleephappens.com for a location near you. Mattress Warehouse. Sleephappens.com.
And uh, good morning. Bill Handel here. Uh, Wednesday, January 27. Cold and rainy today. Uh, they, well, we think it's going to rain. It's coming in. The, the cell is a happening. All right, uh, let's do it. More handle on the news and Wayne and Jennifer and me. Well, a priest and the Diocese of Madison, Wisconsin, have mutually agreed to part ways after uh, some exorcisms went wrong. So, Reverend John Zulsdorf got permission to perform exorcisms related to uh, people suffering from COVID-19. But instead, turned those exorcisms into exorcisms of voter fraud. So the diocese said, hey, we never said he could get involved in partisan political activity. They had a little talk. He's no longer working with the diocese. No kidding. Uh, You know, it's crazy person after crazy person. You know, I would have felt much better if he said, oh, you know, the only exorcism I was referring to is Pilates classes. First of all, I think exorcisms, well, John and I have had these discussions uh, about exorcism. And I look at him, I go, please, come on. What, the devil is in you? Uh, and we're not going to get in because we, John and I will spend another hour and a half here talking about it. But um, did he respond? Ne- yes, handle the devil is in you. Uh, well, yeah, in you personally. Yeah, there's no or no, he didn't say that. He didn't say the devil is in you. He said you are the devil. <laughs> wow. All right. Senator Patrick Leahy, who is said to preside over the upcoming impeachment trial of the president, had to go to the hospital yesterday. They did a bunch of tests on him, and they said out of an abundance of caution was the reason they took him to the hospital, that he's okay, but they did send him home to rest. Yeah, and we don't know what the symptoms were. No. It's just they took him out of an abundance of caution. What? Uh, Someone showed up and said, hey, you, let's go to the hospital? Yeah, we have nothing. Nothing. And it's a big deal because he's presiding over uh, the trial. If he doesn't, who steps in in his place? Should oh, he not say, be someone able else. To? The next senior uh, member he's of like the Senate third in line, right? And uh, so then no, no, I'm not talking about uh, stepping. You know, in terms of the presidency, I'm talking about the next senior. I mean, physically senior. How long they have been, and that's Diane Feinstein who would be next, presiding over. She's like 87, I think. She could be the oldest uh, senator there. Seniority there is how long you've been in uh, in the Senate. And then your titles, uh, President Pro Tem, uh, it's Speaker, uh, that is uh, after the Vice President, and then it is uh, the President Pro Tem of the Senate, I believe, is fourth in line. And then it starts going down the uh, the cabinet. Leahy's uh, been there since 1975. He's been there since the year I was born. Yeah. Well. These guys stay there for decades. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all right. I was moving on. Big loss for the Biden administration in court. Federal judge in Texas uh, barred the government from enforcing the 100-day deportation moratorium. Big part of President Biden's immigration policies. And he said that uh, releasing deportable aliens into Texas would cause uh, irreparable harm. So you can't do it, although really that would mean to me they can't release people. That doesn't mean they they are forced to deport them, though. Right. And then I think it's uh, the government needs to change its whole approach. So it's a 
uh, Trump got into trouble with uh, these kinds of uh, declarations and proclamations also. So, you know, what's good for the goose is certainly good for the goose here. So yeah. uh, well, we'll have to see what appeals courts do. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got one judge in, I think he's in Corpus Christi, right? You know, that made this ruling. It doesn't necessarily mean no. anything. And it's uh, and it also have to do. And if there if it's a procedural issue, the way that it was done didn't follow some of the procedures or didn't put enough reason or it's deemed totally arbitrary and capricious. uh, Then it's a question of just changing how it's enforced. Trump with the Muslim ban, for example, uh, that was allowed after three go rounds. All right. This headline barely scratches the surface of this story. The president has ordered the Justice Department to end the use of private prisons. From doing prison time. But this really goes into this whole issue of racial equity. He said that the U.S. government needs to change its whole approach of racial equity. So it's not just the private prisons that he's talking about. He's talking about when it comes to housing. He's talking about racism within the system. Yeah, but that's what does that have to do with private prison versus... It's uh, it's two separate things. That's what that I thought. What they did is they took two separate actions and they smushed them together into one story with a headline that makes it sound yeah. like it's all it's about all one about, of them. Right. Two set. Uh, no more privately run, federally uh, procured prisons, and then separately, he's telling HUD to look at what the Trump administration may have done to undermine fair housing and also to look at all of the policies in place through the lens of discriminatory housing. And now we're talking in prison, I'm assuming, right? No, no, no. These are two separate. Just across totally, the board. Oh, t- you're right. That's totally. why I said this. Yeah, because this the headline. argument is, yeah, because it makes no sense to now look at uh, you've got, uh, you know, more more blacks, more Latinos are in prison, treated differently. Uh, actually, I think it's just numbers of prisoners uh, disproportionately of color. And uh, that is an entire issue. And you're right, uh, Jen, that goes so deep and that goes so wide because that is a, a what is America about on a very deep basis. This one is, OK, we're done with private prisons. And why are there private prisons? Because you can't build prisons, uh, realistically, certainly in the state prison system. It's easier to argue. Uh, And you've got the prison guard unions. uh, And if they're federal employees and you have benefits and the costs are insane. And so you say, let's uh, outsource it to private prisons where uh, they don't uh, pay. uh, They don't pay nearly enough. Or they don't pay nearly as much as they do with prison guards uh, that are federal employees or state employees. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they feed you nine-day-old bologna uh, for dinner. You know, it's, uh, and at least in the federal prisons, you get uh, seven-day-old bologna. No it's less green. Ham. There's less green on it. Ew. Uh, well, ask someone how great prison food is. Wayne, you should know how many people have you helped put to prison. Wow. Uh, although fr- a although lot. Fr- although a federal, lot. I'll be, let me ask you this. I'm guessing that federal food, especially a cup, uh, club feds, are is much better than in state prisons. Uh, not really. Oh, okay. in state prisons? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is, you know, orders of magnitude because it's, it's all dreck. All right. All prison food is dreck. Yeah, you don't go in there. You don't don't do the gourmet food uh, 
No, they don't do that. I had a guy once. I know we have to take a break, but I just want yeah. to tell you how bad the prison food can be. Uh, I had a guy once who was on what they call disciplinary diet. And that's when you're in trouble. And one of the things they'll do to punish you is instead of getting the regular prison chow, you get something called neutral loaf. Which oh, is yeah, I've heard of that. Yes. It's, it's specifically designed to be nutritious, but to taste bland and oh, gross and the texture on purpose. It's a way of saying we're taking care of your body with nutrients, but boy, you're not going to enjoy eating it. This guy oh. said, I would rather eat the neutral loaf than the regular food. Ew. That is so funny. So no, fair to say no taco Tuesdays. No. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> And uh, welcome back. Uh, Bill Handel here uh, on a Wednesday morning, January 27, as we finish Handel on the news with Jennifer and Wayne and me. Uh, well, the L.A. Board of Police Commissioners have moved forward with a plan to have mental health teams answer some 911 calls. Part of a one-year pilot program, they're contracting with uh, D.D. Hirsch Mental Health Services, which is a very good nonprofit organization. And they will handle mental health calls for eight hours a day from noon to 8 p.m. seven days a week. Thirteen languages they will be able to communicate. Yeah, in, and we're, we're talking as about well going, as, uh, if anybody is hearing impaired. And going out there, them. right, with the police, yes. physically yep. going out. But you, so you have to tell these people who have mental health problems, only do it during this time of day. Don't call afterwards. These are our office hours. Uh, and then uh, they go out for, uh, I guess, a domestic dispute when one of them is crazy. And uh, police are all for it, saying, hey, you know, they should have a chance to get killed, too, uh, when uh, we get to the door and have these domestic disputes. That's one of the most dangerous uh, yeah, police and calls sure you can would, get. I'm not sure they would send the team for a domestic dispute. I think this would be somebody is threatening suicide in, in the street or on the street and yeah. acting erratically. Uh, and they'll say, and these people, Dee Dee Hirsch, they are very good. So if it's go, if this idea will work, they're the ones who can make Got it work. If you're on Grinder in Norway, your information might have gotten shared. Uh, well, you worried, Bill? You know what? Grinder always gets a bad rap. You know, come on, guys. Uh, you know, let's, you know, there are two sides of the coin here. Didn't yesterday we do a story about uh, guys who had met on Grinder and oh, one, yeah, of one of them saw like, the cut the hands, hands off, off the, the other, other one. one? Yeah, try to saw off the hands. But yeah. Uh, and but this otherwise, Grinder's be- fine. And this is Europe. Uh, this is where Europe, they're crazy about uh, privacy in Europe. Yeah. This and- is where all of these uh, social platforms got nailed. Because they share information. Well, in the case of Grinder, even if you're on Grinder, uh, and they share that with people, because uh, most people are, yeah, let's say a little shy about admitting they were on Grinder. And now the regulators in Norway have fined Grinder twelve million dollars over yeah. their data sharing practices. I was going to make the dumbest joke in the world, but I won't. Um, yeah, it's my job. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Jeff Bezos wants his legal fees paid. Brother, can you spare a And he's probably, he's got a good case here. You may remember this, uh, compromising or embarrassing or explicit, however you want to characterize them, photos of Jeff Bezos came out, National Enquirer, and then... 
They said, oh, it's your girlfriend's brother that leaked the photos. So then the, the brother sued Bezos for defamation. No, I didn't leak your photos. I'm suing you. He lost. So Jeff Bezos says, you got to pay my legal fees in yeah, dealing with this lawsuit. It's obviously not because he wants $1.7 million, but he wants this guy, Michael Sanchez, to pay. And uh, that, for Jeff Bezos, uh, $1.7 million is not even uh, the change that you find in the first couch or the first pillow on the couch. Uh, so, uh, but $1.7 million for so this guy could be, uh, you know, a big hit. And it's a question of, you know, you don't do that to me. All right, we're done, guys. Uh, coming up, uh, the reopening, uh, the governor's reopening of California brings uh, high risks for California. But at the same time, uh, there are some rewards. And uh, which way do you go on this one? Well, I'm going to dive into that one uh, when we come back. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Fuel your food with flavor that gets you through the day. If you're committed to paleo, keto, or Mediterranean, America's original super nut is your diet super snack. A handful does the trick. Learn more at AmericanPecan.com. AmericanPecan.com.